It's 4 o'clock on a Monday, and you know what that means, don't you? It's time for another exciting episode of Taxi TV Live. Welcome to the big show, everybody. Let's see, making sure that I'm actually, in fact, broadcasting. There I am. Okay. Um, we are going to do a little holiday hangout today. Um, Berlin, New Jersey. Hello, Bruce Capaferi, Lamar Franklin, Robert Couture, Alan Hall, Chris Anderson, Carl Wurzbach, Heidi Owen, Heidi Owen Straub, sorry. Dean Crepane, hello, Bad Gray, Brad Gray, Ewart, Andre, Janine Alexander, Nancy Collel. Hey, how are you, Nance? Um, Digital opium. Wow, can you get arrested for having that in your possession? <laughs> anyway, today we are going to do um, just stuff. It's going to be more like a quarantine happy hour. Um, then we've, uh, you know, we've, I think we did one a few weeks ago. It's kind of like a quarantine happy hour. Anyway, I'm excited to do this. So um, Liz has prepared a disco playlist for me. I have everything printed out on paper so I'm just going to go like this and go pink and pick one and we'll play it. I'm going to do a little taxi trivia. I haven't figured out how we're going to give away the prizes today though but we do have a taxi mug that you can win. Coffee always tastes better in a taxi mug. Um, I see Dean, Dean Crepane's in the thing. Dean, I would have given away one of your books today if I had any. Send me some new, uh, send me a new stash for giveaways, please. Um, I found this today while I was hunting for books. It's a rare discontinued taxi sticker. It's oval. Goes on your guitar case, whatever. So I'll give that away. Um, copy of Steve Barden's book, which is amazing, Writing Production Music for TV by Steve Barden, The Road to Success. Um, copy of a Robin Frederick Shortcuts to Hit songwriting book. Let's see what else I've got for a giveaway. Hey, that's my song. I was a little enthusiastic about that by Tracy and Vance Marino. Oh, check it out. It's a see-through cover. That's because that's green. <laughs> the green screen loves it. Let's see. What else do I have? Oh, and today I'm going to give away a white taxi t-shirt size XL. Never been worn. <laughs> Yeah, you get a fresh taxi shirt. How about that? Well, Bruce already has two of Robin's books, so there you go. Don't, yeah, um, if you win a taxi trivia, how are we going to do this? I guess what we'll do, hey, JP, uh, Lamar, Don Coyne, um, Paul Croteau, hello. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm, you know, I think I'll do taxi trivia, and the first person who shows up in my list, because I'm not sure that all the lists display at the same time, um, first person who gets it right that shows up in my list will actually win the prize. Um, wow, the gang is all here. 
Montreal, hello Daniel, how are you? The shirt needs to be way smaller. Well, it's made out of cotton. You can shrink it. Lots of people in the house, says Polly. Let's see. I uh, can't get to that window. There we go. Eh, not that many. Decent crowd, but nothing exceptional. Um, oh, did I print it with that thing? I did. Okay. So I can get rid of that screen, clean up my desktop a little bit. Uh, all right. So let's start the festivities by doing a trivia question. Um, and remember, the first person who shows up with the right answer in my feed, because I'm, I remember from past episodes of Quarantinis or something that, um, Sometimes people say, no, I showed up first. Maybe it's different for different people. So you're just going to have to trust me. Um, you want my hoodie? <laughs> um, this hoodie is, they sell like a regular thickness and a heavy duty one. This one's the heavy duty one. Frankly, I like it on really cold days, but it doesn't fit all that well. Um, I haven't done a question yet, Ken. Um, it's it's like long and thin, um, and I mean thin like this, not thin material. So I've never been that comfortable with it. I wouldn't recommend the heavy-duty one unless maybe go up a size. Like if you normally get an XL, get a XXL or something. Um, yeah, 16 or 18 likes. Come on, folks. We can do better than that. It's a Christmas show. Be charitable, damn it. Or should I say holiday show? I don't know. Can I say Christmas? I want to say Christmas. I, I notice, uh, you know, we do live in California and everybody is very um, sensitive to language here. Uh, and the other day I said Merry Christmas to somebody working in the checkout line at the grocery store and they looked clearly offended. And I said, I meant to say happy holidays and they gave me a nice big pleasant smile. And I thought, oh my gosh, what has the world come to? where you can't say Merry Christmas, you know, a week before Christmas, uh, which today is a Merry Christmas or a week before Christmas. Do you believe it? This year has gone by really fast. Um, it's my show, say anything. <laughs> there you go. Oh, believe me, sometimes I do and I hear about it. I get emails and upset staff members and stuff, but generally I behave myself. I also want to forewarn you that I was testing out my uh, the second laptop that I'm playing the disco playlist from today, and for some reason, sometimes when I hit play, it takes like 15 seconds for something to play. Never had that problem before. Tried it on Liz's computer, it was fine. Came back to my computer, it was fine. Maybe it was just a brain fart uh, over a disco's server, wherever that is. All right, so let's start out with an easy trivia question. Um, let's make it for the taxi sticker because this is such an easy question. Uh, and remember, the first person who gets it right on my feed is the winner. All right, so the question is, what recording studio, which recording studio did Michael start his career at? 
Edmund Red. Yay! <laughs> yeah, it's criteria, <laughs> not criterion. There was a criterion, I believe. Anyway, Edmund Red wins that. Liz, if you could please write that down because I'm looking around. Don't see a pen. I'm sure I've got one buried under stuff on my desk. Edmund gets the world-famous taxi sticker. Awesome. Good job, Edmund. All right. And now let's play some music. Um, so I'm going to do that. I'm just going to go like this and stop my finger. And okay. We are on Gone Too Soon, which is an instrumental by Andre Stepanian. Yeah. Something cheery for the holiday party. <laughs> That was beautiful. Um, yes, it reminds me of a scene in a Christmas movie where Mrs. Claus had sadly just passed away and there was Santa looking at her in her rocking chair with her knitting needles or something. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that was beautiful. Andre's play. Yeah, Andre knows I'm a huge fan of his uh, world-class nylon string guitar player. Um Hey, Samu, uh, welcome. New member, taxi, and proud of it. 
is it is it politically correct to say God bless you in California? I don't know. Uh, they've probably outlawed it already. <laughs> oh man. Okay, let's listen to another one. Alone at Christmas by Chris Crosby. Cosby, sorry. Chris Cosby. Uh, let's have a listen to this. Christmas toy 
early cutoff there. Sorry about that. Um, that was beautiful. Good job, Chris Cosby. I uh, can't say that I know who you are, sorry to say, and I don't see you in the room, but that was really pretty. Um, and no, somebody was asking, I think Linda Cullum or somebody was asking, uh, it wasn't a requirement to send Christmas songs. It was announced that it was going to be a Christmas party, and uh, I think maybe it was Peter Rahill that suggested in the comments, uh, who was actually the inspiration, I should say, for, for this show, um, he suggested in the comments under last week's show or a recent one uh, that we should do uh, a, a week, uh, you know, a thing where we play Christmas songs, which we did on the last episode, I believe, but it was Christmas songs forwards or returns. So, you know, it was like a working effort as opposed to a fun holiday effort. Um, that was really pretty. Uh, wow, I've got a lot of stuff on here. Cool. All right. Uh, God, I don't want to give away all the prizes too soon. Um, here, the funniest post-road rally gift I got. Um, oh, God, I'm drawing a blank. Uh, from Australia, New Zealand, uh, two initials. I can't, I can see her face. I can't think of her name. Anyway, her husband <laughs> sent me fishing lures because <laughs> he heard that I like to fish. And uh, I am sitting here with them on my desk. And I'm actually thinking there's a little lake not far from where, um, uh, where we live. And I'm thinking maybe Saturday or Sunday going over there and seeing if I can scare some fish. And uh, I saved your card, Nance. Thank you. Nancy Collell sent me a really nice Thanksgiving card. <sighs> yes, MF Cossie, Mary Francis. FM, Francis Mary, FM Cossie. <laughs> I don't know why I couldn't think of her name. I know it's two initials. Anyway, that's what you get for being old like me. Those are gummy lures, and uh, I tried eating one. They smelled a little fishy. Now, <laughs> um, it wasn't Helen Young, um, but yeah, I'm very excited to try these. I haven't gone fishing in a while, but I don't know if you can see it there, but there's like oily, fishy oil floating around in there. Usually when they put the stinky oil in with them, uh, and these look, they're shaped kind of like, they're called squid vicious, squid vicious as opposed to Sid vicious, the nuclear chicken, 15 centimeters. Ooh, and it's got a leak seal zipper. I'm very excited to go try these. I'm actually going to take a day off and go fishing. FM, no static at all. Oh, I, was it Sunday or Saturday, can't remember, but um, it was Saturday. I went out to lunch with a friend of mine from back in my studio days at Triad Recording in Fort Lauderdale, a um, friend of mine that was my assistant uh, engineer back then, worked with him on a bunch of projects, and he moved out to L.A. a few years before I did, and we've remained friends um, for many, many years uh, he did audio restoration for Warner Brothers, does audio restoration for Warner Brothers. Anyway, um, about 
five years ago, I heard of a company called Flare. I think it's Flare Audio, F-L-A-R-E Audio. Uh, and they had these things. I've got tinnitus. I've talked about it uh, certainly on the quarantinis. Um, I've known many people at the road. I saw a lot of hearing aids. <laughs> I don't have a hearing aid yet because I don't have a problem hearing. I just have a problem hearing <clears throat> my wife over the hissing in my ears. But it's only my wife. Why is that? I love you, Deb. <laughs> Anyway, um, they had these things called calm or calmers or something like that. And basically, they look kind of like this, but they're passive. They're, they're just hollow plastic, and you stick them in your ears, and it's supposed to calm you down. Um, and um, I remember trying them, and, and those didn't work for me, but I always felt like I didn't really give them a, a fair trial. Anyway, so after went out to lunch the other day with my friend Robert, um, he said, uh, I want to come in and have you check out these headphones, earbuds, that I recently got from a company, excuse me, in the UK called Flare Audio. And I went, oh, I remember those guys. They're pretty innovative. So... Um, we went in my house and he said, what do you want to listen to? So I, I won't mention what I listened to because it, it's rele relevant to one of the um, questions later. But anyway, I listened to stuff that I've listened to a thousand times I know really, really well. And these earbuds sounded amazing. Um, they didn't color the sound. I, I, my comment was I could mix records on these. Um, the bottom end w was like perfectly in proportion. The detail I was hearing was amazing. And I listened to them for about a half an hour at a fairly loud volume. And I noticed that when I took them out, um, that I, I didn't hear the tinnitus for about a day, which I thought was weird. Anyway, it uh, turns out that Flair is going to send me a pair of my own to try out, and I will keep you guys in the loop, but um, I think they're sending me a free pair. So I'm not endorsing their stuff just yet because I haven't spent enough time listening to it, but the, the half an hour they spent with them yesterday at my house, really impressed. So when, the, when they send me the ones that should be here in a week or so, I would imagine. Um, I'm actually going to sit down and, and try mixing something on them. But that was my reaction. It's like, wow, I could make records on these. Really, really, really impressive. There we go, a little better centered. Um, a tinnitus cure would be great. No kidding. They're not similar to the Stephen Slate modeling headphones. Um, and, and I'm pretty familiar with Steve's stuff. And, and these things just kind of, they look like a little barrel with a, a little round thing of silicone on the end. Um, and they send you several sizes of silicone so they get a nice tight fit in your ear. But honestly, I went into it with kind of a bad attitude. <laughs> I, I, I guess we're all a little repulsed when people say, oh, you got to check these out. They're so awesome. You automatically think, really, how awesome can they be? But I've known Robert for like 40 years. And uh, I mean, seriously, um, he knows audio. 
if you've seen any major movie, uh, especially old classic movies that are Warner Brothers or TV series, he's the guy who cleans up all the audio on him. He's got particularly good ears and really um, knows how to use stuff that cleans up audio. Has been doing it for a very long time. Um, are we doing a 2024 goals list suggestion episode? We could do that for our first. I'm not going to do, uh, because Christmas and New Year's both fall on Mondays, our first show of 2024 will be on January 8th, uh, Monday, January 8th. So we could do that. We could do uh, new goals. Um, thanks for bringing that up. Appreciate it. Um, I don't know the model number of those things, but here, let me, let me go uh, okay, so if you go to flareaudio.com, um, it's called the the ones I heard were the E-Prototype. E-Prototype, there it is. Um, they don't look particularly like weird or scientific or anything, but they sounded so freaking good. And, and the bottom end, hang on one second. I've got people making noise outside of my office. Anyway, uh, the bottom end was particularly good. It was appropriate. Everything about them, they didn't sound like super duper sexy, which you don't want to mix on on speakers or headphones that sound too sexy because you won't get a, you know, a realistic um, EQ curve to let you know what you've really got. Anyway, I was very, very impressed with them and I appreciate the fact that uh, they're going to send me some to try out. And uh, I'll send them right back with a bunch of earwax just for them to try. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think they're going to want them back. Um, okay, back to the show. I am very sensitive to noise. <laughs> but I mean, they were on the other side of my door about, you know, 10 feet away from where I'm sitting. So um it's funny my wife says i'm deaf and i'm sensitive to noise I, I could literally be upstairs in our bedroom and if somebody were to drop like a plastic spoon or a popsicle stick in the kitchen which is you know fairly far away um i would hear it um but i i do have 60 something hearing that when i'm in a restaurant and there's a lot of hubbub around me. I have to look at people's lips so that I can really hear what they're saying. Nothing worse than hanging out with a quiet talker in a noisy restaurant, right? Quiet talker, noisy restaurant, no bueno. All right, uh, let us do a taxi trivia question. Um, I'm gonna give away a free submission for this one, okay? What year was Taxi founded? What year did I start Taxi? 
do 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 oh edmund red got it again but Edmund, you just won another prize. <laughs> Do you mind if I give it to Scott Alexander because he was the next one with the right answer? Um, <laughs> I should have like posted rules of the game. Is that cool, Edmund? I'm sorry. You know what? I'm going to be a magnanimous guy. Uh, Liz, can you put down Edmund Red and 1774? Yeah, that was it, Polly. Um and Scott Alexander uh, also gets a, a submission credit. <laughs> All right. <laughs> 1774. Enrico has lost a show. All I can do is message. Uh, try refreshing. Uh, refreshing your browser. Scott Alexander, I've never seen anybody so happy over a $5 submission credit, but Scott, happy to give it to you, buddy. Uh, all right, let's listen to some more music. I am going to go to page two of the list. This one is called Christmas List by Michael Lee. Come on. Okay. Here we go. This is Christmas List by Michael Lee. And they're not all going to be Christmas songs. I just happened to land on a couple. It's Christmas Eve, but I'm spending it all alone. Need a kiss under the mistletoe I can't hear carolers outside singing jolly tunes Baby, all I can think about tonight is you And we can't be together Cause you had to be away But my only wish that you be standing in my door on Christmas Day. Cause all I wanna be is on your Christmas list tonight. Who you kissing that Santa sleigh takes flight? By the fireside, are you holding on so tight? I have been good all the year So I hope that you'll hear my Christmas prayer Solving the world would be all alright If my baby was here with me tonight Snuggling under the covers our cozy place with you and I, baby, 
That was a long ring out on that note. That was really, really pretty. Um, I swear, they're not all. I was looking at the list while that was playing. They're not all Christmas songs. Um, wow. There are a lot of Christmas on here, but not all. Um, all right, let's do another trivia for another $5 submission uh, credit. Um, man, I'm going to run out of questions too soon. What city... In California, I'll give you a hint. Did I start Taxi in 1992? What city in California was where Taxi was founded? Modesto, Calabasas, New, Sacramento, San Diego, no, Encino, Calabasas. We're in Calabasas now. We've been here for a long time. Northridge, no. Edmund Red. <laughs> All right, Edmund Red gets it again. Woodland Hills. <laughs> that is so funny. Um, people are clearly Googling this. <laughs> Tahanga. Oh my God, I think I've only been, I went on a date one time with a girl from Tahanga and, and she was very pretty and very nice. And I remember thinking, 
I don't care if I fall in love with her. There is no way that I am going to date a girl. That, she was geographically undesirable. <laughs> uh, I was set up with her by my hair cutter. I've got the perfect girl for you. I was between wives. I had a stretch there for several years. <laughs> uh, Tahanga. I'm sure Edmund will forfeit my prize. Oh, it's okay. It's a, it's a submission credit, Edmund. I don't feel like I'm stealing anything from anybody else, but have you downloaded my entire brain? How do you know this stuff? No Googling. Holland Nelson is driving. <laughs> Uh, some reason the likes are not updating. Wow. <laughs> you guys are funny. I enjoy just hanging out with you. Not trying to teach you anything grand today. Um, <laughs> Edmund is a taxi super fan. <laughs> Well, I'm an Edmund super fan. Um, <laughs> remember, oh my God, Polly. Remember, guys, no matter how hot, sexy she is, someone somewhere is sick of her crap. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow, I can't believe the likes are all messed up. All right, so I did. What city did we start it in? I'm looking at my stash of prizes. Now nah, I'm going to wait a little while. Let's do another song. All right, let's go to page three. The song is called Another Christmas Song. All I Want This Christmas by, Christmas by John Pearson, J.P. himself. Okay, let me go to here. All right, this is All I Want This Christmas by our very own John Pearson. Oh, the snow out the window looks cold But it's warm here beside you So baby, don't go Santa's reindeer soon will be here And there's one thing I know You're all I want on this night So won't you stay by my side There's nothing else on my list You're all I want this Christmas The tree softly glows As the flickering candlelight Casts its shadows The night's not over Pull me closer Beneath the mistletoe You're all I want On this night So won't you stay by my side Christmas 
safe inside Oh, there's no place I'd rather be Than here with you this Christmas Oh, it's buffering. I'm telling you, I was having problems before with... I'm sorry, guys. Hang on, it's just spinning. The best gifts aren't always beneath the tree. You're all I want on this night. So won't you stay by my side? Oh, if I had only one wish, you're all I Sorry about that, everybody, especially JP. That was just, I'm just sitting here not touching anything. Um, it's just being weird today. Uh, and, and I can see the Wi-Fi is like strong. Don't get it, but it is what it is. Maybe it's on disco server. I don't know. Anyway, that was beautiful. Um, was that you singing, JP? Uh, I got to call you up. Maybe I'll call you uh, this coming weekend. I, I want to hear all about your trip to Japan. Um, anyway. Um, <clears throat> oh, uh, by the way, for those of you who remember uh, all the coyotes I used to get in my backyard, I still get them occasionally. But I saw a thing on Instagram the other day. One of my kids sent it to me. Somebody, or no, it actually wasn't on Instagram. It was on one of those neighborhood things. I've got a ring, you know, ring security cameras and doorbells. So part of a, I don't know, a couple of square miles of other people with ring cameras. Somebody had video of a coyote. Remember I told you that for like six months, I had stuffed animals that were showing up in our backyard, just like, there's like a five foot wall around our yard. Um, and all of a sudden stuffed animals are showing up. I asked the neighbors, not nah, that my kid didn't own that. It was a, like a stuffed black panther that was about 12 or 14 inches long. Turns out is the coyotes would steal the stuffed animals from other people's homes, then bring them into our yard, leave them there and come back and play with them like three, four, five nights a week. I've got video of two coyotes in our backyard literally like throwing their heads and launching the stuffed animal up in the air and the other one trying to catch it. Pretty cute. Not a big fan of having coyotes uh, in my backyard, but uh, it was pretty cute. So on the ring door cam community thing, I saw somebody in my general area that had a coyote come up on their wood deck and there was a, a fairly large stuffed animal, you know, like yay big. Uh, maybe one of their kids left on the patio. The coyote came up and snuggled up to the stuffed animal, put its face on the stuffed animal, and went to sleep on their patio with it cuddled up with the stuffed animal. Uh, pretty cool. Coyotes need toys, toys too. Uh, 
<laughs> Coyotes have a bad rap. I don't know. There was a video a couple of years ago. Um, somebody, a dad and his toddler, I think his little girl, had gotten out of the car in their regular, you know, Southern California suburban neighborhood. And the dad took the little kid, uh, literally a toddler, probably two, two and a half, maybe three at most, probably two and a half, out of the car, plopped the kid on the ground and said, here, stay here, dad's going to, you know, like taking the rest of the groceries out of the trunk. In less than three seconds, a coyote just walked right up to the kid, grabbed the kid by its clothing and started dragging the kid away. If the father had not been there, that coyote would have munched that kid. So I don't know. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I'm not convinced that, I mean, they're cute to watch them play with the stuffed animals in my backyard, but there are times I think I need bear spray or, I don't know, maybe an AR-15 or something when I go out to grill in my backyard and it's dark out, because right where the coyotes come over the fence, our grill is about 10 feet from there. And I'm always convinced someday I'm going to be grilling and, and look over and see a coyote like staring at the steak on the grill. It's like, that's mine. No, it's not. Um, yeah, poodle got attacked. Uh, I mean, dogs get eaten by coyotes all the time. Cats, oh my gosh, Deb and I were at her sister's house in Laguna Beach 20 years ago. And all of a sudden we hear, rawr, rawr, rawr. she had a cat that got out of the house. It was more or less an indoor cat, but sometimes it would get out the front door and it would eventually come back. It got munched by a coyote. And Deb's sister ran out the door with a broom and chased the coyote away. Luckily, she didn't get attacked by the coyote. But the poor cat's head swelled up like... Um, oh God, what's a... You know, like a melon. I mean, this cat's head. The cat survived. Um, thankfully, the cat survived, but oh my God, uh, I, I've never seen a cat with a head the size of a cantaloupe before. It was literally the size of a cantaloupe. Um, Mark Fields, we don't have coyotes in Florida. We have iguanas. Yeah, I used to live in Miami and then Pompano Beach, and there was a, a fish, a canal behind the condo that I lived in, and I, it was fresh water spilling into salt. And I would go down there and go fishing. I'd get home from sessions at like two, three, four o'clock in the morning and go fish because I was obsessed with saltwater fishing. And um, I went back there probably 10 years ago. I was in South Florida and happened to have a rod and reel with me and went back to my old digs and went out there. There were iguanas that were the size of house cats all over the little flood control dam that I used to fish from. I mean, a dozen of them just laying there. They, they saw me coming. They didn't care. They were not moving. Uh, foxes. Florida has gators. Yeah. I would definitely not want to, uh, like, be fishing on the side of, like, a golf course lake in, anywhere in the state of Florida because gators do come out and drag people into the water and do that rolling thing. Um, I've got a sister that lives in Arizona, and she said they've got to worry about javelinas, a, a form of wild pig, and that people will actually carry a gun in a holster when they go out for their evening walk or they go out for a jog. 
because these wild boars will attack them and gore them with their horns. All right. Um, well, enough for today's nature talk. Um, let's do a trivia question. What year is the taxi mascot? You guys are going to be impressed. Check this out. What year is this beautiful taxi mascot? That beautiful checker automobile. Technically, it's a checker marathon. And look, it was clean in this picture. I had just put on the, the checkerboard trim like the night before, so I had to bring it home and show my wife and kids. Actually, did I have kids when I got that car? I don't remember. Um, how dangerous a reindeer? Um, I don't know. Uh, oh, let's see. Did anybody win yet? I'm busy yammering away. I have announced the age numerous times. Um, not 54. That was, that's the year that I was born. Um, nobody's gotten it yet. Man, you guys need to bone up on your checker automobiles. I will say that a couple people have been, one person is very close. By the way, if you ever wondered what a typical suburban neighborhood looks like, there you go, that was it. No, nobody has gotten it yet. I didn't announce that the prize was going to be either. <laughs> the prize is next year at the road rally. You get to sit in the cab with me when we drive it back down into the underground parking and leave it there for a year. We're all checker novices. <laughs> Pearson said 1940 to 2023. Well, you're as close as anybody so far, John. <laughs> All right, we have a winner, KJC9 Trader. Uh, let's see, I am going to give you, do you have a copy of Robin Frederick's, whoops, let me go back here. Do you have a copy of Robin Frederick's uh, best-selling book, Shortcuts to Hit Songwriting? It's a classic. And also, you need to send an email to Liz, L-I-Z, at taxi.com so that she can send you the prize and tell her your real name. Um, I'm guessing your first name starts with a K. Somebody guessed correctly. Nobody really knew. Probably. Nineteen sixty-eight. Um, yeah, some woman just got gored by uh, some form of elk or something the other day. I heard. Um, yeah, it's a sixty-eight. It actually used to be powder blue, um, and believe it or not, it was owned. I am kidding you not. It was owned by a little old lady in Pasadena, and. Um, Drove up, saw it sitting in the driveway. My then business partner and dear, dear friend, Michael Letter was with me. 
And uh, I saw it. He, we looked at each other and went, wow, because all the other ones we'd seen were like really beat to death, you know. And um, I, I remember saying to him, I don't care if it doesn't even have an engine. You know, we knew at one point I was thinking about doing a cross-country speaking tour in the checker cab. And then I found out it didn't have air conditioning, so I thought better of that. But it's got like a Chevy 357 engine in it. The family that owned it, the husband was... Um, a legit mechanic, not like a hobbyist mechanic, but a for real mechanic. So he dropped a Chevy uh, 357 in there and you can smoke the tires from a standstill at a light in that car. Um, it's totally a babe magnet, a chick magnet. Can I say chick magnet without getting canceled? Um, I had it on the 405 freeway one time. I was astonished by how many pretty ladies were driving up next to me going, love your car, love your car. They could care less about me. It was all about the car. But um, yeah, I still have that car. Um, I think we bought it probably around 19... Well, that photo was taken around 1997. So I think that we'd purchased the car maybe in 96 when Taxi was four years old. Um, and I found a guy that... Um, was a, a decal guy and, and I was trying to make like a party or a funeral or something important and I said to the guy is there any chance he could go a little faster and he said how good do you want it to look and then he thought about it and he said you know what uh, how about if I do one side you do the other so he taught me how to do it and I gotta say harder than it looks to put checkers on a checker cab um, that's right, Taxi's an American sitcom that originally aired on ABC from September 12, 1978. Um, so I did that one, okay. Yes, I had it, uh, I think we paid 3,500 bucks for that car, spent 1,500 getting it painted yellow. Um, we haven't done a whole lot else to it. It still starts, uh, put a new battery in it a couple of years ago. Um, yeah, that's the same one that's at the road rally. It's just this year, um, I think the staff forgot to have, uh, usually we'll ask the hotel if they can have the, the guys who wash the cars for the rental car company that's inside the hotel, if they would, <coughs> excuse me, wash it for us. Forgot to get that done this year. It was filthy i mean it was like you could barely see in the windows it was so filthy i was a little embarrassed to be honest but it is what it is not the end of the world um yeah i was actually kind of looking forward to driving it cross country it's just i didn't want to start putting an air conditioner in a you know like in a 40 year old car um that was never really meant to have air conditioning, I don't think. And I was just afraid if I would only do, I remember telling my partner at the time, I would only do the cross country trip. Literally, I was gonna drive it from Los Angeles to New York and stop in like seven or eight different cities and do overnight, like, you know, three hour little mini road rallies in hotel ballrooms. And um, I think I told him I wanted a chase car. I wanted somebody else, you know, that would always be behind me that had like jumper cables and a jack and um, probably a flare gun, <laughs> maybe a shotgun. I don't know, depending on where the car would break down. Um, yeah, it looked like somebody drove to the rally from New York. It was really filthy this year. <laughs> oh, well, 
it made it look more authentic, but it's in really good shape. I mean, 1968 to now, that car is what, uh, 55 years old? Is that right? Wow. Where's my phone? Gonna do a little math. I think I'm right. Yeah, 55 years old. Wow. All right, let's listen to a song. Enough yammering. Let's go. I'm on page number four. There's <laughs> another Christmas one. I'm sorry, there are a lot that aren't Christmas. And this one happens to be by Peter Rahill. Yay. All right. Um, it's always telling me about Adobe updates when I'm using this. I want to hear, where the heck is this, the Christmas card? There it is. All right, this Christmas card by Mr. Peter Rahill. Let's have a listen. Great sounding acoustic. That I know written in a book And every year at Christmas time I go and take a look That is when I realize These names are a part Not only of the book they're written in But of my very heart This Christmas card from me to you just some routine Your name there upon the list Forgotten in between May the spirit of Christmas be forever in your heart May his richest blessings flow to you From this Christmas card Someone who has crossed my path some time In the meeting they become The rhythm to each rhyme Now it feels self-serving For me to make this claim When I see that my whole life's composed of you And each and every name This Christmas card from me to you Is not just some your name there upon the list Forgotten in between May the spirit of Christmas be Forever in your heart May his richest blessings flow to you From this Christmas Yeah. 
downright beautiful great job uh peter who played pedal steel on that and who was the vocalist i saw stephanie pedraza beautiful i mean her voice is like the perfect voice for the song um really 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 good job peter thanks for sending that in um did anybody else happen to watch the uh, Willie Nelson 90th birthday thing that was on TV last night? Um, I watched it. It was a little bit like an award show. It had the kind of the vibe of an award show, like the Grammys or the Oscars or something. Um, it was pretty cool. There were some cool performances, a lot of talent up on that stage. Um, Samuel, I can't, uh, I'm picking songs randomly. I can't just say, oh, okay, he's pestering me on the, the chat, so I'm going to treat everybody else poorly and pick his song. I can't do that. I'm sorry. Um, anyway, it was better than I thought it would be. Um, I've got to say, watching Snoop Dogg and Willie um, perform uh, Roll Me Up and Smoke Me When I Die <laughs> was pretty classic. Um trying to think of other great moments. But yeah, there, there was some, I, I was surprised that I stuck it out for the whole thing, but it was honestly pretty good. Um, I, I really didn't have great expectations. Uh, apparently I was out of town when it was done. It was done at the Hollywood Bowl in April, I believe. Um, Willie's getting up there. I mean, it's his 90th birthday party and, you know, you can definitely see that he's aged, but he, uh, Willie doesn't age like other people. <laughs> I think he's well-preserved from all, all the THC in his system. But um, his son, Lucas, incredibly talented guitar player. Um, what else was I impressed? Oh, w Willie's first thing that he did was a duet with Sheryl Crow and she was really carrying the weight of that duet. Willie wasn't like up to snuff for that. Sorry, Willie. Um, but as he got warmed up and the night went on, um, mind-blowing how he can still sing, he can still play uh, 90 years old. Chris Christofferson was there. Um, you know, it, it's sad seeing your heroes get old. Chris was looking rather frail. Um, Sorry to, to see that. Um, I had the pleasure of meeting him in person once at the Kauai Songwriters thing many, 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 many years ago. Um, 
Smoking has always been the best way to cure meat. Oh, Bruce Capaferi. That was funny. <laughs> yeah, Lucas, uh, Lucas Nelson, man. I was going to call him a kid. He looks like he's probably, I don't know, 30, mid-30s. But um, he can play guitar. He sounds like his dad when he sings. Um, <laughs> Keith Richards was there. Uh, wow. Keith, <laughs> I'm not even going to comment. Um, I've never seen the Stones live, and I've always wanted to. Just it's like a bucket list thing, and they're going out on tour, and they're going to be in L.A. And it's like, do I really want to spend? I mean, like a reasonably good seat, not a great seat, but just like okay, not nosebleed, you know, like somewhere down on the floor, like halfway, you know, like uh, on the you know, where they would do a jump ball on a basketball court. Those seats were like five, six hundred dollars. Uh, you know, do I want to see them? I have friends, of course, they're jaded music industry friends, but that have seen them, oh, man, 20 years ago, yeah, not anymore. I don't know. I, I don't want to drop that kind of money and have my heart broken. The swollen stones. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> I saw the rolling dots. We were that far away. <laughs> Wonder what their PRO statement looks like. Yeah. Start me up. Just that one alone from the Microsoft commercials. Wow. Um, all right. Should we give away another prize? All right. Uh... All right. Wait. Which member of Taxi's first six or seven screeners, the original screeners, um, is a world famous session and live guitarist? Which one of the first group of Taxi screeners dating back to 1992 Oh my God, Brad Gray, you got it already? How did you do that? Wow, how did you guys even know that Skunk, have I mentioned that before? Here, check this out. As I was looking for something else today, I found this. So look at, that's me in the red shirt. So this was 1992. Um, Yep, Skunk was a screener. Uh, anyway, so there's Skunk standing next to me with his beret on and his sunglasses. Um, down in the lower left-hand corner is Doug Minnick, who remains a dear friend of mine to this day. He worked at Taxi for 10 years. One of our earliest employees and just hit home runs all the time. It was so great having him on the staff. Um, and let's see, I don't know the gentleman sitting next to him with the black jacket and the white shirt. The guy in the red shirt seated was a guy named Michael Feld, who did like data entry for me in the early days. Um, the lady with the longish blonde hair and the white blouse, 
um, is still a really big publisher. That's Barbara Vanderland, and she is like vice president or senior vice president of Disney Music Publishing, I believe. Um, she oversees like um, their big soundtrack albums. She's been in the business forever. Um, looks like Debbie Harry. Everybody looked like Debbie Harry. This was so long ago. Um, the woman on the far right in the kind of like butter yellow jacket, her name was Denise Oso. Um, she was from advertising and also a songwriter. Um, lovely, lovely lady. And her husband was a bass player named Andy Muson, who was um, the bass player in Yoko Ono's band, the Plastic Ono Band. And look, uh, next to her, it, with the glasses on and the big smile and the white shirt and black jacket, is Rich Ezra from the A&R 411 or whatever, A&R Directory. Um, still a longtime friend of mine. And right above him, see the guy in the pink shirt with the Mario mustache? That was the person, Michael Letter, my best friend from college, who forked over, I think, $60,000 in cash to start this company with. I bought them out probably 10, 12 years ago. Um, it was a really good investment on his part. Um, we remain friends, although we never talk. Uh, and to his right, next to where that flash is peeking through, see if you guys can figure out who that is. Um, Skunk was probably still doing Steely Dan and the Doobie Brothers at that time. It's 1992. Uh, I don't know. Um, I do not know. But he wanted to screen. Skunk called me up and goes, can I screen from my pickup truck? That's right, Bob Meddy. It's Rob Shirelli. <laughs> he was like 12 in that shot. I think I was... Let's see, I was 38 in that photo. Wow. Anyway, long time ago. Uh, let's see if I can get back to, there I go. Look at that. I've mastered the technology. It's funny, my hair is not as gray as it looks when I'm using the green screen. It adds like 10 years to my hair. Um, yeah, you know, pretty gray over the years for the sideburns, but not that gray on top. <laughs> uh, all right, let's listen to another song. Did I give away a prize for that last thing? I don't think I did, did I? Um, what was it that we were guessing? Oh, Skunk Baxter. Um, and who got it? I don't even remember now. Um, hopefully Liz has it more together than I do. Um, let's see. Yeah, it was Brad Gray. All right. Uh, Brad, do you have a copy of Hey, That's My Song? Um, because if you don't, it's a really good book. It's funny. So many, not so many, a handful of taxi members have written books, and they are all so good. Um Wow, Linda Cullum, you were a member in 1993. Oh, thank you. And you, you still, you're still hanging out with me. Wow. Um, all right, Brad, we are going to send you a copy. Trust me, you will love this book. Hey, that's my song. I need to get Tracy and Vance back on the show.
Okay, noshing on pizza. What page have I not chosen one from yet? I'll go back to page one. There, I haven't picked anything from here yet. Okay, one, two, three. Star of the North Instrumental. Oh, cool. By Andrew Salmonson. Um, and I would be willing to bet that this is going to be really good because I have heard some of Andrew's big orchestral pieces that are mind-blowingly well done. Um, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Star of the North. Here we go. This is Star of the North Instrumental by Andrew Salmonson. You know what? It started already. I'm going to let this one roll just because I wasn't fast enough. This one, what's this called? This is Trucked Up by Karen Brasher.
And that was... with that hand. Um, that was Trucked Up by Karen Brasher. Haven't seen your face in the chat room in a while, Miss Brasher. Um, she used to be a regular for the quarantinis, if memory serves. Um, this is kind of like a quarantini, right? I didn't want it to be like an educational. Um, you have to play that one now. No, I'm not going to make that same mistake twice. Not to play Karen's song was a mistake, but you know what I'm saying. Um, all right, this is page four. All right. Let Me Be by John Mears. Oh, wow. Uh, John and his brother, Jim. I've never met them personally, but I want you to know that the Mears brothers get a ridiculous amount. I'm talking ridiculous amount of just killer placements. Um... They signed with a music licensing company through us, I don't know, eight or 10 years ago or more. Um, and, and the Mears brothers get so many really good placements that, uh, anyway, very proud of them. And let's have a listen to Let Me Be.
I'm assuming it's the Mears Brothers because John and Jim always do everything together. Um, yeah, I am playing full songs today. Uh, I'm going to let the show probably run a little long because I want to get more songs played. ZZ Topless, oops, not family friendly. Well, nowadays that would be considered family friendly. That could probably go on like Sesame Street. Um What page have I... It seems like I'm treating one page unfairly, like I haven't played a lot from it. I played uh, page one, I think, is the page. Queen of the Shadows by Ken Mesford. Gargantuous music. You ready to hear a little Ken Mesford? I'm guessing it's got a lot of guitar, which is a good thing. All right, let's have a listen. Oh, let me find it. Queen of the Shadows by Ken Mesford. Here we go. Yep, a lot of guitar. <laughs> Be 
I'm not used to that computer. <laughs> that was pretty incredible, Ken. Uh, I can't believe you did that solo in one pass. Very, very impressive. Um, what is it? Oh, it reminds me a, a, a little bit of Disturbed. I'm thinking of a particular song by Disturbed. Speaking of Disturbed, I was in, uh, where was it? Oh, I was in the old city of Jerusalem like four or five years ago um, on our way to a Hanukkah thing or something. I don't know. Anyway, and there was David Draymond from Disturbed walking through Jerusalem with like his mother or his aunt or somebody holding her arm. It's very cute to see this like ah, guy being so sweet to his senior aged mother or aunt or grandmother, whatever. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's how we used to have to do it one past. <laughs> you are giving away your age, Linda. <laughs> uh, you wrote it about a falcon? Interesting. Anyway, really impressive. Um, great playing, great sounds, great guitar tones. Um, and the snare, you know, everybody's talking about the guitar because it, it was so impressive, but the snare sounded really good on that. Um, all right, shall we do a trivia thing? Um, all right. Only people who watched um, a fair number of Quarantini's We'll have a shot at this one, I have a feeling. Um, what freakish... Oh, what should I give away? Um, what did I give away? What was the last thing I gave away? Did I give away the mug already? Did I give away the mug? Snook. <laughs> uh, book... Uh, no, I didn't give away. Okay, let's give the mug away. Um, and the question for this one is, what freakishly large vegetable did I grow in my backyard during the lockdown? Dum, 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 What freakishly large... Edmund, you're killing it. <laughs> it was zucchini. Um, it's funny how many people remember that. Who's the mug? Uh, I planted zucchini and I'd never grown zucchini before in my life. I am not kidding when I tell you the zucchini were like 18 inches and weighed three or four pounds each. Um, I couldn't give them away fast enough. And they were actually tasty for as big as they were. Not that I am a world plant um, zucchiniologist. <laughs> and there it all goes before the question is completely out of Michael's mouth. I'm thinking it's that you guys need to refresh or something. Um, because I am seeing the answers come in, you know, like five or 10 seconds after I ask the question. Um, My stream is live. <laughs> Sounds like something you'd say at the doctor's office. <laughs> uh, 
<clears throat> That's because the coyotes fertilized. So the coyotes did poop. Uh, I have video of a coyote um, relieving himself or herself, as the case may have been, on our back patio. I should have uploaded that for the show. Um, anyway, Edmund Red got a mug coming, buddy. You are on fire today. All right, let's give away. Did I give away a copy of Steve Barden's book yet? Maybe send your coyote video, Heidi. Maybe send him. Uh, Edmund says, I've got the book. I won't be answering this. All right, let's give away this book. Um, okay. What are my three favorite bands? What are Michael Lasko's three favorite bands? artist bands I should make you get them in the right order by the way if you don't have this book whoops if you don't have this book buy this book the Bee Gees the Bee Gees and the Bee Gees <laughs> whatever Edmund Red says <clears throat> Beatles Neil Young and Frank Zappa no Beatles, Stones, Easy Top, no. Oh, Andre, you're so close. Steely Dan, Bee Gees, and the Eagles. I do love the Bee Gees, gotta say, but they, they're um, not among the top three. You're so close. Nickelback, Sonny and Cher, and the Osmonds. Polly, come on, man. <laughs> Eagles, Neil Young, Steely Dan, close. Doobie, Steely Dan, Eagles, Eagles, Bee Gees, Credence. You know, I do love me some Credence. When I was in like sixth or seventh grade, I went to a carnival in Streeter, Illinois, population like 15,000 people. And uh, Credence Clearwater was playing a tent show at the carnival. Steely Dan, Beatles, Noel Young. <laughs> oh, Peter Rahill got it. Uh, Beatles, Steely Dan, and the Eagles. Oh, let's see. Maybe did somebody have it before you that I missed? Firefall, Fleetwood Mac. I like how you guys are rattling off some artists that I work with. <laughs> uh, or worked with. Uh, no, but it was Peter Rahill. Um, do you have the book, Peter? I love all the artists you're mentioning, by the way. Give the book to the next guy. I, I don't know who the next guy is. Um... I'm looking around for other stuff. 
<laughs> I've got to give away. Um, you have a mug already, right? I think you mentioned that you have a mug. Shoot. The doodle bops. <laughs> Insane Clown Posse. I actually liked them for a minute, for about a minute. They had one song that I really liked. All right, I've lost track. Uh, you don't have a mug? All right, uh, Liz, put Peter down for a mug. We'll have to order one for him and have it sent um, to Pita. Congratulations. Okay, let's listen. How are we doing on time? Wow, we've got eight minutes. I'm going till a quarter till. I'm going long today. You want a mean mug? <laughs> All right. Um, haven't done one from this page in a while. Make You Dance by Brad Gray. That was on page two. Play you a song if you dance alone. Long is so cool in that chair. The party is over here, so why? So move 
that was Brad Gray's song, Make You Dance. Uh, it did sound 80s, the vocal delivery in particular. I meant to ask John Pearson, are you still here, JP? Um, I, I remember thinking during JP's song, that was like the fastest waltz beat ever, right? It was one, two, three, one, two, three, right? Uh, let's do a New Year's one. I'm not going to be working on New Year's Day. Uh, oh, so I see. JP did a hit and run. Is that the deal? Got his song played and went, okay, I'm out. <laughs> Band is called Digital Opium. Please find it. Yeah, you can down, get an NFT of a digital opium. <laughs> Please find uh, streaming and play one billion times for us. Please. <laughs> there you go. Uh, JP still here? Okay. All right. Uh, one more song. All right. Um, and then for the big close, I'll give away the t-shirt. And like I said, never been worn. No deodorant stains on this one baby fresh from the road rally a little dusty a little wrinkly because it was sitting in the bottom of a box full of stuff that came back from the road rally ah um okay let me pick a song this feels like page three the traveler by dan Lowe. All right, let's have a listen. I've been traveling down this road I'm still unsure of where it Thought my wandering would lead me to the end Said I've just gone round a bend I've been traveling down this road Searching for some rainbow's part Never dreamed the end would be so hard to find Or am I only marking time Cause I've been traveling down this road Forever headed towards some future unforetold Days are long and nights get cold Why must I travel down this road? I've 
Dan Lowe. Thank you, Dan. That was beautiful. Um, like the vocal tone, love the guitar sound. I see JP is back in the room on the phone with your son. Well, that's a good use of time, and I mean that sincerely. Um, what did I want to ask? Oh, on, on the song years I played before, that was like the fastest waltz beat that I, it was, right? It was a waltz. One, two, three, one, two, three. Yeah. Super fast. Anyway, I just it caught my attention. Uh, I'm not judging. I'm only observing. <laughs> the guitar had spaghetti sauce on it. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, so let's give away a shirt. Um, okay. So... I'm trying to think if I should make you answer this exactly. Yeah. Um, I think I've said it exactly a number of times on various shows. All right. This is for the XL t-shirt with the huge taxi logo on it. I mean, this baby is a classic. Um, ah, JP, I said, it's cool you're on the phone with your son. Totally down with that. You should be on the phone with your son. Um, yeah, I just want to know, uh, it is comfy. It's actually very soft cotton. Um, okay, so you got to get the answer to this right. Um, and I, I can't think of a way to tell you how to get it right without giving it away. So I'm just going to have to you know, who knows? This may or may not work out. Um, why did I name the company Taxi? Why did I name the company Taxi? Because Uber didn't exist. Um uh, because I love that car? No. 
Mary and Laird, you forgot? Because <laughs> Make Millions with Your Music was already taken. I remember Rob Shirelli was very upset with me that I named it Taxi. Uh, oh, you're so close. Um, that was our tagline, Lamar, uh, originally, was the computer vehicle for the music industry. People are like, what, you have a service that delivers computers? Got to remember, this is 1992. A lot of people, there were only 100,000 people on America Online, and the Internet as we know it today didn't exist. Um, drive the burrito to another location. takes you from point A to point B. Um, because I had the hots for Mary Lou Henner. <laughs> I don't know, Danny DeVito, more my style. <laughs> uh, cassettes were in trays called taxis, they were. Somebody was so close. Uh, Don Coyne was so close. All right, I'm going to have to come up with another one. Um, all right, the answer to that one, and I said, got to make it, you know, got to get it completely right, uh, was it gets you from where you are to where you want to go. Musicians, where you are, which is like nothing's going on to where you want to go. So, Don Coyne, you were close, but no cigar, buddy. All right, um, Super Blonde, making a rare guest appearance with a backwards taxi. All right. Who was the legendary, world-famous producer that I was mentored by uh, at Criteria Studios beginning in 1974? World-famous producer that Michael Lasko, amongst many others, were mentored by. Not Jeff Emmerich, not Tony Visconti. I sat next to Tony on an airplane once. Phil Ramone, nope. Worked a couple sessions with him, not Clear Mountain. Mark Field got it. Tom Dowd. Good job, Mark. Um, not John Berhaney, not a producer. Ken Collet is a, a friend, but not a mentor. Actually, he's a few years older than me, and I, I do look up to him for advice. And, and when I was an up-and-coming engineer, um, I was so in love with Ken Collet's work, and now to count him as a friend is mind-blowing to me. Um, all right, well, that's it. So who just won, who won this? Tom, Mark Feel. All right, Mark, send Liz at taxi.com your mailing address. We will stick this shirt in an envelope or a box or something and get it to you. Um, I want to thank you guys, not only for coming for today's show, but, you know, we're at the year end. Um, and uh, Seems to be a lot wrong in the world these days, but we all still have a lot to be thankful for, beginning with our health and our family. And so I'm grateful for you guys. Not many people who own a company can say that their customers are their friends, but uh, I can say that. And I'm proud to be able to say that. And uh, 
So I will see you guys for another year of all of this. Remember, no show on the 1st. Um, no show on Christmas Day, which is a week from today. And then two weeks from today is January 1st. So we will have, we will be back for another show on January 8th. And I've already forgotten what we're doing, but somebody's, oh, we're going to do a resolution. So you guys need to send your resolutions. And you know what? Email them to uh, Liz at taxi.com. She's going to kill me when the, when the show ends. Mail your resolutions, musician resolutions for resolutions for 2024 to Liz at um, And if you would just put the word New Year's resolution in, in the subject line so that she knows what it's about. All right. Um, you're welcome, Martin, and thank you guys. Um, I, I'm honored to have you guys as customers and members and friends, all of that stuff. So thank you. Have a warm, wonderful holiday with your family. Um, and may 2024 give us a happy and healthy and uh, happy, health, happy, healthy new year with a better economy. How's that? All right. See you guys. Bye-bye. Keith LeBrand, ladies and gentlemen.